is what camp's about. Who's with me? Keep telling your little story. What was that? Hello? Hello? Can anybody? Time for you all to leave. Hey. Clearly this group has no respect for my lab. Oh, Bumpy. Gave it a name that's precious. We're on our own. We've lined up exclusive behind-the-scenes tours of Jurassic World. Ooh. Yes! Dinosaurs? Plenty of dinosaurs. So, ready for an adventure? Absolutely! But I'm gonna need that speech a little shorter and really try to lean into the majesty of this place. <laughs> okay, we're going now. Let's get the six of you to camp. Welcome, everybody, to the Jurassic Park Podcast. I am your host, Brad Jost, and today we're going to be discussing our uh, full spoiler thoughts. Full spoiler thoughts on Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 5. Um, Tom's here. What's up, Tom? How you doing? All good, man. Since we're going full spoiler, I've taken my car down to the mud shop, got it all fitted out, so it's ready for a full spoiler. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I had to hear that joke twice, guys. Twice. That was the second time I heard it. Um, yeah, yeah. It just gets better every time. <laughs> apparently, apparently, we are we are talking full spoilers here for season th- uh, three. Not season three. Yes, maybe season three at some point, but season five. <laughs> season five of Jurassic World. Camp oh Cretaceous. my god, that Fallen Kingdom tie-in. <laughs> Um, but first, let's thanks. Uh, let's send a thanks to DreamWorks for giving us the chance to watch this show ahead of time, so we can make content like this. I, I'm, I apologize. This is the content we make. It, it just this is the way I it mean, comes out. Clearly, got, it's not that ahead yeah. of time if we're just talking about season three now, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I guess it's not that ahead of time. It's season three. I don't know how to talk. You've got some some jokes over here. I don't know what's going on. But uh, we appreciate you letting us uh, get the chance to watch this ahead of time. I'm sad. I'm sad. This is it. Like this is this is the last uh, chat. This is we're no longer talking about it yeah. anymore, right? That's that's it. We're just never um, gonna talk again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Obviously, we'll be talking about Camp Cretaceous in the future, but this is the last like you know debut. We don't have anything else to talk about. Jurassic's yeah. done. It's over. I think right. Like this is how it ends uh, because this is the last thing we see. The movies are done. The TV shows yeah. are done. What else is there? I have no idea. Um, but uh, I'm incredibly grateful to Jurassic do it. Jurassic World Evolution 2 DLC in the future. Okay, maybe. Maybe <laughs> shout out to that. Um, but yes, uh, if this is not the uh, chat you're looking for, if you have not seen the show yet, go watch our uh, or listen to our uh, non-spoiler chat, uh, spoiler-free chat. Um, we did that the other day, so you can find that on the feed. But yeah. Uh, you know the show is out now on netflix and we want to talk about it we gave our general impressions in the spoiler free conversation um and let's go ahead and expand upon them so tom where do you think we should start because i've got no notes on this um Um, you want let's let's actually let's let's start with something that i think everybody wants to know about and wants to talk about is that tease in the trailer um and that yeah. teasing the trailer okay. that yeah. that that develops into something here in Jurassic World Dominion, which we just you know obviously saw in theaters. We and and if you know what I'm talking about, it's that, or if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the Barbasol can, right? So we see yeah. in Jurassic World Dominion, Dodgson, uh, which is is fairly uneventful in the film as well. You know, it really just is on a shelf 
and then he packs it yeah. into a bag or something like that, and then he leaves. And then it ends where then, it started with the Dilophosaurus. <laughs> True. Yeah, it does. I think it does spill yeah. out or something in the in the chamber yeah. there when um, he's getting murdered. Yeah, yeah. So it's very, uh, and this is actually very similar, right? In the way that it's yeah. not very ceremonious. It's not very, very much to talk about. You couldn't write a whole article about this, although I'm sure some sites will. No shade. I'm just pointing, pointing it out. <laughs> no shade. I actually, wasn't even a comment on the Jurassic community. That was like, I'm talking about like websites I know, like inside the magic or places like that, you know? Uh, so <laughs> I've got to write an article for our website now. The untold story of the Biosyn Barbasol. <laughs> yeah, the untold story. There, yeah. So let me let me just say um, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in yeah. the Barbasol story <clears throat> overall. I think, you know, we have theorized for 30 years about that Barbasol can. You know, we have uh, – maybe not you because you are – 12 years old apparently um or however old <laughs> but uh no that's not the truth uh, but um we I, no, i've been theorizing i've been theorizing about this for since 1993 and and wondering you know what kind of plot lines they could come up with for this and and uh and the, the answer ans was none the answer was really none <laughs> yeah unfortunately um I'm grateful that it got a nod and that it was there. Um, so I'm happy to see that there is, yeah. you know, there is a, we do see why Dodgson has it in, in Jurassic World Dominion, but the reason he has it is, is just like, uh, there could have been a great story, a great story in there. Yep. Really. Yeah, there really could have been an amazing story. We, we've seen, uh, uh, Jurassic Park, the game, we've seen that, the way that they uncover things in that. Obviously, you've heard me talk about it here on the show many, many times about my own theories on how that would be really cool uh, to see this thing uncovered. And instead, it was just literally just stumbled upon on the ground. It doesn't... And it doesn't... So they, they try and hint at it being the same area because it's the area where the Dilophosaurus are nesting as well mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. and the, it does lead to a cool moment where you essentially get Dodgson's death in Dominion foreshadowed which I really appreciated but it it's so weird because they're literally on the ground kneeling down because the mercenaries have heard this noise and they're like, get down, stay in cover and he's just crouching down and he looks in this sand and he's like, oh what's this? I could have done with this 20 years ago and then puts it in his bag and that's it. And it felt so anticlimactic for something that's so synonymous with the franchise. I mean, I, I feel like the kind of screen time it had could have worked well if you'd just done something that got Dodgson to hint at a little bit more about what had happened. Like if you'd had an old rusted Jurassic Park Jeep sitting there and then them asking what it is and him telling a story about what used to be on the island and then coming across the can and saying, oh, I sent somebody here to get this many moons yeah. ago, well, something look, like that. It just would have built into it more. There's endless ways that they could. there could have been a better written story for this. So, yeah. like, it just... Unfortunately, at this point, there's no sense to even wondering anymore. If, you know? I'll be honest, it feels like nostalgia bait. It feels like it was just put in there because... It's something that people have wanted to see return for a while. Well, so yeah, but like, thought, and, oh, and the thing is, in the show as well. 
the thing is, we can't necessarily even just blame Camp Cretaceous. Uh, this is an overall Not, story. This is a story that, yeah. like, why was it on the shelf in Dominion? Like, outside of outside yeah. of what we just saw in Camp Cretaceous, why was it there? Like, why did it need to be there? There's literally no yeah. reason for that to be there. It was a cool nod. It was fun to see, but not necessary in any way. So for them to have to answer it, I guess they answered it the best way they could, you know, with the, with the, with the story that they were able to tell. Um, yeah. So, and I, I apologize for getting into this on a bummer note, but like I did, I did really enjoy this season. I think there was a lot of fun stuff, but for me, that was like, I, I feel like that's the biggest thing that, you know, people have been talking about and wondering about. And for the past 30 years, we've been wondering about, and it was literally just kind of stumbled upon. And like you said, no Jeep, not like, but yeah. the no Jeep thing, it's interesting because like Jurassic World has never really been very accurate about depicting locations from the past. Um, <laughs> so that doesn't, that kind of works despite the fact that there was no Jeep. I mean, if it was in the movie, there would have probably at least been a Jeep. It wouldn't have looked like the area, but it would have been a Jeep. Um, it, it wouldn't but, have been a Jeep Sahara either. It probably would have been like a Rubicon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know but it, it was a it was a bit of a bummer for it to be a non-story really so unfortunately the story's been told um so yeah. i guess that's it um but let's let's talk about some some good stuff so i want to go into something very cool here um and uh if you don't agree stop listening to us um but i thought yeah. uh i thought the uh relationship of sammy and yaz being explored yeah. in this season was phenomenal i thought that was amazing yes it was fantastic for representation and this was hard because i really wanted to talk about this in the spoiler free one but i you don't want to spoil it like you can't you don't want to even tread on that ground and, and i don't want to do it because i thought they did it so beautifully and it was so um, so commit, they were so committed to the fact that these two, two girls are going to be in a relationship and they're, they're girlfriends. And yeah. I, I was, I was floored and I thought it was amazing. Um, and I'm proud of, of Camp Cretaceous and for, uh, and Jurassic for doing that. You know, I thought that was really great. And, and, uh, you know, today in this day and age, it is a very, very hot topic. And, uh, here in the States, we are not a great place. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's very, it's very, t uh, you know, tough to talk about these days, but, uh, you know, we've got movies like, um, Buzz Lightyear kind of touching on it as well. And we always hear about franchises that are, are have have characters that are you know uh, very similar in nature i guess but they never really do it they never really commit to the yeah. to, to them being you know gay and i think they did it fantastically here and it was it was beautiful and they they did it and i yeah. was really proud of them for doing that i thought it was framed really well and i really liked how you have that whole discussion um between yaz and ben about yaz being really nervous about it and actually mm -hmm. just needing to have the confidence to discover herself and understand that it's okay yeah and i liked how you had her very apprehensive about it but actually the rest of the campus were like that's totally cool we're so excited for you guys yeah. because that's exactly how it should be um so i thought it, it was handled in a way it was really sensitive to the struggles that people go through when they're finding themselves in their own identity um but it it was just handled really well and that's all i can say really i mean it's yeah. it's there it, it happens very quickly and that's exactly what it should be you don't need to 
make a huge deal out of representation in shows you just need to have it there and this does that really well i think yeah well you know you said it, it happened quickly but like it was exposed quickly, but I think they lingered and they didn't just forget about it, which I thought was really important. Yeah. It wasn't just like, hey, let's It be wasn't tokenistic. Exactly. Like yeah. they, they actually like dove into it and they had many discussions about it, which I thought was really great. And like yeah. you were saying, like Ben and the others, like they were being allies. And I thought that was really important to see like to not just have them say, yeah, do whatever, do whatever you want. And then that be the end of yeah. the story. They actually had a conversation about why you should just be who you are and just be comfortable with that. And, yeah. be, and I thought that was beautiful. It was like really great. And I was just so surprised. And I, I, you know, I never expected when we started the show in season one for things like this to occur. And I thought that was really yeah. great. And, uh, you know, bravo to DreamWorks and everybody and, and Universal and Amblin for like committing to this and, and, and doing that for the franchise and literally like, there's been mentions in other things, but like it, yeah. they did it. They like did it like full out. And I thought that was really amazing. So the representation matters. We talk about it every week uh, on the show yeah. and, uh, and, and they did it and I, I'm really proud of them. So that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Really. Yeah, yeah. And even, uh, well, actually, you know what, that kind of brings me, cause I was going to talk about something, but like, let's talk about the, conclusion because the show ended it is it is over and i was going to kind of dive into that because at the end you see like you see sammy and yaz they hold hands with their parents next to them and then everybody like looks at yeah. each other and they're like oh my god yes and they all give hugs and of course it's not like every situation is not always like this but like this is how it should be um but let's talk about everything else because this is the conclusion of the show um the mm -hmm. end and and they get off the island they did they did it they finally yeah. did it. And yeah, I thought that was great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah. I um <laughs> so this is where part of my I'm just gonna go for it, Brad. So my whole issue is I feel like we were on course for them to get off of the island at the end of season three. And this just felt like a way mm -hmm. for them to add two extra seasons to make a really around the houses way of connecting the series to Dominion with the behavior chips, um, which is a great connection. I don't argue with that. I think it makes a lot of sense. Well, actually it makes some sense. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I just, I feel like you could have had that same sequence of them getting off the Island um, at the end of season three and actually then it would have been even more powerful because it's not the adults coming to rescue them at the end. Actually, they got themselves home if you had ended it at the end of season three. So yeah. I just felt like it was a natural end at the end of season three. And then season four and season five really are tacked on to make that Dominion connection. And yes, you do get some interesting stuff. And I'm sure we'll talk about Dodgson, for example, later. Um but I don't know if on balance the way it perhaps made the story feel a little bit more elongated was worth it for those little tidbits of connection that we did get. So that's where my sort of whole overarching thought on this comes through. Um, sure. I feel like there was a way for me to easier connect that to what you said, but I've lost it now. So no, it's there all you good. go. That's I don't even know. What, oh, I was talking about the ending. Um, no, yeah, <laughs> I uh, I was like, what was I talking about? Um, no, I understand <laughs> that, and and I said it, you know, in the spoiler free. I, I I sympathized with the fact that like 
it, it definitely feels like they could have had a nice, concise story if they just ended it in season yeah. three and they got off and they went home. But they they elongated yeah. it. And like I was talking about in, in the last episode was like, like what is the reason for this show? Is there, you know, was there a, a goal for things like this? Um, but I don't know. I, I really don't even have an answer to that, to be honest. Um, and I think maybe what you're saying kind of rings true is like they wanted to tie into Dominion in some way and this was yeah. their way of doing it. And and But it's weird because it's like it, we're getting it after Dominion, so it's like what does it even matter at this point? Like, um, But... I, I, it's very weird timing-wise, isn't it? I almost feel like this season should have come out before Dominion. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think if it would have ruined anything. Uh, you know, I, I guess from some of the aspects, like I would rather see the Barbasol can like in the movie first, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, the control chips and everything, while it didn't necessarily connect to this story, at least got dodgson's mind running right like because he didn't get what he wanted because they that they they destroyed everything um but well mr con does make it off of the island and although we know he got arrested yeah you never know yeah that's what i was gonna say is that maybe in the future he is able to uh get some information to Dodgson and or, yeah. or something like that or we're gonna get but, a spin-off at Starred like Breaking Bad where Dodgson is gonna draw the prison map on Mr. Khan's back and then he's gonna use it to escape. <laughs> Dude, that'd be great. Let's do it. Um <laughs> <laughs> I love that show by the way. Um anyway, uh I yeah I I, I guess maybe that's it. I mean these chips while functionality is different in the chips ultimately the idea is there right for the, the yeah. control chips that they had in dominion right like they they said it was uh uh not a shock but like a, a signal or something like that which yeah. is exactly what these were they were signals put into the brains of these dinosaurs via the chip and uh or whatever and and that's how they controlled them and yes, they controlled them to a really fantastical element uh, level here, but like, but um, but I was okay with that. Um, but yeah, so at the end of the day, these kids get off the island, and and we do get to skip ahead several years yeah. into the future. Uh, I guess like what two two and a half two years something like that because the, yeah. the show was like what six seven months later after Jurassic World, I think. Um, yeah. So whatever, two and a half months or, or years or whatever. Uh, no, how long was it between these films? Four years? It was four years. I think so, yeah. Oh, no, wait, no, no, because we're still in between Fallen Kingdom and Jurassic yeah, World. We're, we're right, so, <laughs> no, 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 we're between the Fallen Kingdom prologue section and the main film. Are you with me? Because we've had the bit where the submarine and everything happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. Between exactly. That and the we're still we're still in Kingdom. between there. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah, we're in between that that period of time. <laughs> and uh, I was for some reason I was going to Dominion because like we were just talking about that movie. Um, but um, <laughs> but I I loved that. And uh, yeah, am I bummed that like my story idea is not coming true? Of course. But like because I thought that would have been great. How great would it have been to see the crew tracking down Bumpy? I mean, I was maybe the say, story. I can't even remember your story. I did. That was my story. Was like if if Bumpy stayed on Nublar, like the you know the people from Fallen Kingdom took 
all the dinosaurs or however many dinosaurs to the mainland and bumpy was one of those but that doesn't seem to be the case because we do see bumpy i think it was bumpy was in the end of the show as well with ben right um yes ben uh, and may and they say that they're still on manticore island yeah so unless like there's a story that like somebody comes and takes them off manticore but like i I thought that would have been a great way to continue the show um but it does seem like there is a chance at least i i do think there is a chance that we do continue yeah with camp cretaceous blah 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 whatever whatever the subtitle is you know um camp cretaceous dead because brooklyn's dead because she was up near lockwood manor so you know that that's not gonna end well but the rest of them yeah they can they can do whatever she was in the uh auction scene wasn't she that's what i heard <laughs> yeah i remember seeing her it's um row seven seat 14 right yeah exactly um yeah but i did like that i did like that she's you know uh an investigator of sorts and and was yeah. like you know tracking down a lead and at that point i guess it had already happened because like kenji's look uh, not not kenji uh darius is looking out his window and there's a brachiosaurus uh so i thought that yeah. was that was nice it was a, it was a cool tie-in and I, i'm glad that they went up to that point in time um and i think this there's plenty of stories to tell uh in the yeah. future but i you know they didn't necessarily like you know confirm anything but i think there's definitely routes they could take um i have a feeling we might get a show based on them working with the dfw because yeah, if you sure. think about it, they're, they're known to the public because they're referred to as the Nublar Six, aren't they? So people are going to mm-hmm. know who they are and that they've got experience with dinosaurs. Yeah, what, what I liked about that was at this point in time, Darius is now just like Dr. Grant and just like Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Like he's out there giving his speech, speeches and talking to the public about his experiences. And yeah, he is exactly the same as them. And I thought like, wow, that, that was a real you know, full story for that character. Yeah. Somebody who read articles and now he is that person, you know? On that subject, actually, and callbacks to classic characters, I love that Roxy is dressed like Ellie Sattler. <laughs> yep. Um, Dave has got the blue shirt of Alan Grant on and Brand's in all black for Ian Malcolm. I was like, that's perfect. Oh, you know, I didn't even consider that, actually. I thought... See, for me, uh, Dave looked like he was trying to get the Owen vibe more so because he's got the vest (laughs) on. He wasn't necessarily capturing anybody specifically for me, but like, I like that idea that you said of all three of them. But but Roxy for sure was was wearing like exactly the the uh, Ellie. She looked like she was cosplaying as Ellie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But um, and you had mentioned like they they got saved by adults. Um. Yeah, I kind of argue that point a little bit, but um, because because the kid's intention was to leave no matter what, like yeah. they they said like, all right, let's go, we're leaving, let's take the boat, and then all of a sudden, they show up with the the other crew, right? Uh, the other yeah. three, Ken, uh, Dave, Roxy, and Brand, and um, yeah, that is so true. so I do feel like yes, they were there and they did take them back. I, I feel like the kids would have gotten it done either way um and it wasn't they like the, been okay yeah yeah they would have been fine they, they would have the island maybe was blowing up or something i don't know but they they figured it out in the end they they which it, it was very kind of rushed at the very end there i while i was watching it i was like wait oh oh the island's good 
Yeah, it's okay now. Though, yeah. I, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, they figured it out, I guess. I was literally um, just thinking back through that in my head, and that's the whole sequence with Brooklyn and Darius in the gas, isn't it? But it does fly by so quickly. Well, no, it was even far. It was like literally right at the end of the story after Kenji's dad leaves. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they're like, oh, we faked it, so they had faked the whole thing. I think they say. I don't know. I, I, I forget, but um, <laughs> it, it happened so fast. And um, but yeah, I am glad that they got out of there finally. And they all they made it out in one piece after, uh, you know, faking uh, Ben's death in season one. Um, yeah. They all made it out there in one piece. We didn't really have any of those moments ever again. Um, but I thought it was a nice like it, it, they wrapped it up in a nice bow for me. I was like, that was that was great. And, and I liked seeing these characters being older. I, I, I was like, man, like. It was weird though. Like I felt like all the characters had like new clothes and stuff like that. And I loved like Kenji's model looked awesome. Um, Darius, they all looked great. Um, but then yeah. I'm like, Sammy is literally just wearing Sammy's outfit. She's still got the same clothes yeah. on <laughs> two years later. I'm like, wait, everybody else got changed. Sammy's like, nah, it was a good time, fam. I want to keep Sammy's wearing like, this outfit. These are my keepsakes, <laughs> lucky charms, survive the island. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's just her character, I guess. But I was like, what? What's going on here? Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I appreciated them showing the characters to be older and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, all right, so I know you mentioned Dodgson a minute ago. Yes. And I know we kind of just gloss, glossed over him before with the whole Barbasol can thing. But uh, let's talk about Dodgson a little bit. What do you What do you want to talk about with him? Yeah. I absolutely love Campbell Scott's performance. I thought it was it was giving me real Evolution 2 DLC vibes watching this the whole time, which was really cool. Um, was it actually I, him? I, was, it, was he actually in the show? It sounded like him. It sounded because... exactly like the voice lines in um, Evolution 2. But let's take a quick you should look. Probably, yeah, you should probably go back and look because I think it might have been somebody else uh, that did the voice. Um, I don't remember. Oh, that's season one. <laughs> I was going to try to look at it real quick, but, um, but yeah, anyway, so either way I, you look it up and I'll keep talking about it. I, I thought, um, it was a really good representation of the character. I thought like he came in there, he ignored a few people and did what he wanted. He was very much like the eccentric, eccentric, um, you know, CEO that he was in the film, um, and he had, he had some deal with like, he did not want to let go of his bag. Um, and I don't even know, was that ever, was that ever established oh, yes, why? It's because, um, Biosyn's prospectus is in there. Oh, okay. Okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there was like a little bit of sabotage in the middle there. Somebody tried to steal it and get away. Um, but yeah, I was like, and this is very full circle. Like we talked about before, like he grabs the can, puts it in the bag. And then in the, in the movie, he has the can, puts it in the bag and that's it. He's just like a yeah. can in a bag kind of guy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> There's no, no other that, story. To that's it. Just, um, but I, um, yeah, I can't I, find any, I was going to say, I can't find any information about the voice actor, but that's because at the time we're recording this, you guys don't even know that Dodgson's in this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they do because some somebody spoiled it on Twitter. Um, I, I will say somebody found like a, a, a voice actor or whoever it was. I, I don't know where the post is right now, but uh, I saw it was spoiled literally right before I went to go watch the show. And I was like, you've oh, got Brad. to be kidding me. I read it right oh, before. Brad. So I was like, oh, of course. Um, but anyway, 
I thought it, I thought he was well done. Do you have anything else to say about him in particular? I thought he was really well handled. Um, I think that I I like how he juxtaposes against Mister Khan as well, or Mister is it Khan or Khan? Khan. Con. I feel like they, they said it both ways in the show. It was kind of yeah because I found a different character saying it differently. I, let's go with Cone. Okay, oh, well, I was gonna go for the. Star let's just go Trek with Daniel. How about just Con. go with Daniel? Let's just go with Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he juxtaposes Daniel really nicely in this actually because Daniel was very manipulative and very calculating, and I feel like Dodgson is the same, but he's not as obvious in it. So he comes across as very soft and very impatient a lot of the time. Um, which just matches up to his demeanor in Dominion so well. I feel like across the board in in this, in Evolution 2, and also in Dominion, Dodgson's just been a really well-written character. And I I really... It, it makes me wish that we got even more of him in Dominion, really. Yeah, now don't fault me because I uh, I, I have not played that Biosyn uh, update yet. I have not played the Biosyn update yet. Okay, so. guys, so I'm going to be hosting <laughs> this show now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, so Dodgson is listed as Adam Harrington in in the uh okay the cast here um how did how did you find that so quickly it's a, you it's, were good. It's, i'm on the uh the credits i'm looking at the credits on the episode i i didn't even think about that wow <laughs> you're a genius yeah um and i'm looking at brad x is listed as roger craig smith a uh, dreamworks i exist but it should have been listed as brad jost I, I exist why did you not just yeah. ask um, very simple. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I thought Dodgson really represented that character. Um, he wants a list yeah. of dinos. Uh, he has to like get these few certain dinosaurs that he wants for some reason. But then later on he's like, yeah, but also like, I'm giving you a lot of money. So like, you also got to give me a bunch mm. of DNA, you know, which he never actually gets yeah. as well. So it was just a really terrible, uh, he just got screwed him. over. Really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will say, actually, one big problem I did have, and I sort of thought about this a little bit and then forgot it and it's come back to me, is in reality, with the way his character was painted, he wouldn't have been on that island getting his hands dirty anymore. Because you look at Dominion, and I just said that's so weird, Dominion. Um, and I just uses... spit everywhere laughing at the way you said that and the fact that you pointed it out, yeah. <laughs> he, um, he uses Soyana Santos to do his dirty work for him. So yeah. I kind of felt it was a bit weird that Biosyn is this huge genetics firm and he is the one guy who goes to the island and gets out of the helicopter. And yeah. But well, guess what? In, he, this is this is why he gets everybody else to do his dirty work for him. Because yeah. he's like, I tried, and it was a huge failure. He actually so I has some deep-rooted trauma from Camp Cretaceous. <laughs> actually, and I, I appreciate it because there was a line that says you never uh, – something along the lines of you never know when someone will stab you in the back. And I was like, yes. foreshadowing. That is perfectly thought, great yeah. foreshadowing of uh, – what's his name? Ramsey. Uh, in in Dominion, yeah. so I thought that was really spoilers for Dominion. Sorry, uh, dude, didn't see I it, freaked out at first. Um, when when who was it? Mister Gold turned up and he had the sunglasses on. I was like, 
is this going to be Ramsey undercover? And then I realized it wasn't. I was like, oh, okay. But I got so <laughs> excited. Because it was like the way he, I, he was like, just call me Mr. Gold. Like he didn't want to <laughs> say his actual name. I couldn't stop focusing on the guys that were only wearing sunglasses all times of the day. I was like, <laughs> what are they? Like, I understand, like, they want to save on the models, but like, just dudes wearing sunglasses yeah. all times of the day in the it's, jungle. It's, I was laughing. It's the animation equivalent <laughs> of Mattel's mercenary figures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know who would wear sunglasses all day. I really don't. <laughs> all day, all night, doesn't matter. Um, uh, let's see, what else can we talk about? I know we kind of talked about Dave and Roxy a little bit, but it was great to see them return. Oh, my God, you've got to be kidding me. I looked at the camera, and there he is, wearing sunglasses. I'm just going to put these on all day and night. Uh, hey, guys, I'm coming to your island. Here I come to your island. Do you remember that part in the show where the people showed up on the island yeah. with the VR goggles, which I was like, Why? But <laughs> I, I, I was like, I guess this is the kid-friendly version you know, of a bag over the head. Yeah, yeah. You know what's weird is I feel like this show was made to sell video games. Like, really. Yeah. The show starts with Darius winning a video game and winning a chance yeah. to go to the island. And you've got these dudes with VR goggles showing up on the island. And plus now you've got cash and and, and uh, Darius were game like gaming each other in that yeah. in season four and now you've literally got controllers and let's talk about that let's let's Dude, dive into that because like there's there's some dark conspiracy theory here because Jurassic World Dominion is making not Jurassic World Dominion no Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous is making people think about video games and it's also constantly reminding them about cash you're right you're right yeah it's deep it's dark <laughs> Um, spiral. I'm spiraling. This, right Brooklyn now. needs to do some investigative <laughs> journalism on this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's weird. Like maybe that's the reason was, this was made, but yet we don't, we only have what a DLC, uh, which yeah. I, I don't think I actually ever played either. So I'm just really failing <laughs> over here. I'm so sorry, Tom. Um, but, uh, what was I going to talk about? Uh, oh, the gaming and the controlling control. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's wild, right? Like it is. It's crazy. It's it's a it's a bit out there. But for me, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like I, I'm embracing it, you know, at this point because we did, you know, kind of jump the shark a little bit with season four and 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 all that. But I actually dig the control aspect. Um, so I'm I'm kind of siding with that. Like I like the uh, the fact that they're trying to control these dinosaurs. I'm gonna take it as it is. You know, I'm gonna just say, yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's crazy, and it's not the way I maybe would have liked to have seen it exactly, but I'm digging it because, like, I wanted, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that they've done this progression of of showing the control of dinosaurs over the course of six movies and and this show, and I, I think it's pretty interesting that they went there, but like, yeah, they went there in a pretty wild way. Now that they've got video game controls, yeah. but at the same time, I always consider it so like while it's like a wild like thing to do and silly at times with these controllers it is so dark it is so dark yeah you know it is really dark and, and we had that foreshadowing back in the last season when uh firecracker was just like rigid and struggling and trying to like comprehend what is happening and trying to fight against it and now we've got that full blast here in this season where dinosaurs are literally like they will not move unless you tell them to and uh, yeah. they figured it out a little bit better, I guess. But 
also you have somebody like Bumpy who's like literally fighting against it somehow. And um, the the chip logic was a little interesting here in the show. I'm not totally convinced on how it was taking place because on one hand they had to like fry the chips and that freedom, but then also they could step on the the things and that would free them for a little bit, but not totally. (laughs) But then they also like, so I was very, a little confused on the chips, but like, um, but I, I'm down with it. I'm still down with it, despite it being weird and wild. Um, and it was fun. It made for some so, really fun action scenes. I have two points on this, and I'm kind of not as down for it, unfortunately. Um, who could have seen that coming? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think the the first point around the chips and how much control they enable people to have over the dinosaurs is it's then very weird that we don't see that level of control in Dominion when it's meant to be the same technology. Like Dominion, it feels like they are obviously mentally told to go to the sanctuary when the forest is burning down, but that's about it. And that's as yeah. far as it goes. And there's no hint mm. that there's any more control there. So that feels a little bit inconsistent. And, well, I mean, look, I, it, take, I it, think... take it take it as it is. Like the, the, the guy who created it was eaten by raptors. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Pretty great. yeah. <laughs> Shout out DreamWorks for getting cash eaten by some raptors. Um <laughs> But like he died, and 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 cool. they destroyed yeah. all the evidence. They got rid of it all. So, so what you see in Dominion is an attempt. I feel like it's an attempt two years later, yeah, to to figure it out. So yeah, it doesn't connect exactly, yeah. but it it is the same idea. I think. I think the the biggest thing that disappointed me on the dinosaur front actually was how the chips made a lot of the fight sequences with the dinosaurs feel really clunky um and a little bit less animalistic and more sort of monster which obviously i know is a a contrast that's drawn with the franchise a lot anyway um but i just felt like here some of the fight sequences i was watching them really intently because there was like um what was it a velociraptor on toro's back And it couldn't get it Mm. off unless the chip was disabled and stuff like that. And it just made what what I feel like should have been some really, really cool fight sequences for the final series feel a little bit more clunky. And I know that part of that was showing it is taking away their animalistic behaviors and their ways that they can defend themselves. But it just sort of detracted from those what I, I felt like were trying to be really cool set pieces for me a little bit. I can understand why you think that. I think the exact opposite. I, I actually like, I actually love the fact that like in that sequence you mentioned with Toro, uh, it yeah. was like Toro could not fight back. And I thought yeah. that is, that is just so dark and brutal because like you could have a dinosaur just laying down like they, cause there was one time where they just yeah. told it to go to sleep and they just put it down and it could just be sitting there and the dinosaur could just come up and just bite its neck and die. And it's like, it's not going to do anything yeah. about it because I can't. And I thought that's pretty dark and brutal. Like, you know, it's a pretty brutal theme. Um, so I, yeah. I actually liked that. And it was the consistency there that like, Hey, I can't fight back. I'm not being told to do so. Uh, I'm just going to sit here and take this, these slashes down my back. Um, which yeah. brings me to uh, some, some, which I thought was fantastic. A uh, great 
fight sequence with the T-Rex and the Spinosaurus. Now I've got my Spinosaurus hat here. So I'm, I was, (laughs) you know, I, when I, when I first saw that the Spino got chipped, I was like, Oh no, don't do it. Don't, don't do me like that. Um, uh, and I'm the whole time I'm worried because I'm like, I'm like, the world wants to see the Spinosaurus die. I feel like that's what the world wants. The world <laughs> wants to see the Spinosaurus burn to the ground. Some people just want to see the yeah. world burn. And it was all, it was, you look to, you pan left and it's like a Giganotosaurus on a controller just being like, <laughs> um, but that's not how the world works, I guess. Um, but anyway, uh, I was, I was digging this fight sequence and I was so happy the Spino did not, die in the end um because i would have been crying there i would have been like every t-rex fan back in 2001 <laughs> um but uh but it was brutal and it was I, at first they they literally i thought they killed uh one of them big Edie, i think big it was Edie. little Edie, no think. it was big no, no, this show this show i really don't understand how she survived no i don't know I have no idea, but they definitely the same way the T Rex did in in Dominion. Uh, it was lightning struck over there in the corner. <laughs> um, it was but, like her neck; you literally heard it snap. I don't know. Uh, I didn't hear a snap, but I, maybe I wasn't listening as intently. But um, but uh, I, uh, I I dug that fight sequence, and I thought, man, they're doing it. They're gonna let the T the T Rex yeah. die again, and I was like, yes, this is amazing. <laughs> confirmation um and technically i still think this spinosaurus reigns supreme because like you know in the end it still didn't die and it went against two t-rex um because that big ed charged back in the battle i think this show really back in season four should have established a different design for those t-rex because they looked way too similar and from scene to scene i never know who was who i never know who's who at all and it's really yeah. it's re- makes us the past two seasons very confusing to me. Um, it's really it's confusing to me more broadly as well because are they meant to be the two who are in Biosyn Sanctuary? I don't know. Because Colin I, said that that's the Buck and the Doe, didn't he? But are, are these two meant these to are be not, the Buck? Like, no, they're not meant to be the Buck and the Doe. But I I don't remember what they had what made mention to. I, they're not. It's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're just nothing. It, it, that's that was very, and this Spinosaurus, you know, according to Colin, is not the one from Jurassic Park three. So, you know, and that when I say according to Colin, Colin just thinks it's not. He he doesn't yeah. know. He just says in my mind it's not or whatever. But um, my next question for you is where did those in-gen Velociraptors come from? There was like four Velociraptors this season. Was there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Man. They all. Is it interesting that they look like they have the classic Jurassic Park design? I guess you could argue that they could be from Sauna, couldn't you? Because I know people have said that that classic design disappear yeah. in the Lost World. They, yeah, so, they are the females yeah. uh, raptor, but um, yeah, I don't know. Sense, I guess. I'm not sure. I, I don't. I didn't even distinguish really a big difference between the raptors that were there. <laughs> Again, they they kind of like went with like fairly bland dinosaur designs for uh, yeah. season four and five so it's like hard to tell um i liked pierce pierce was there again pierce yeah. gave a brutal whip to the spinosaurus 
sending her yeah. plunging into the water. I was like, no, don't do it. <laughs> but it, it happened. But that, at the end of the day, the Spinosaurus just ran away. So I was like, all right, we're good. Spinosaurus is out there somewhere. Um, which is exactly the way Jurassic Park 3 island. ends. It's it's the same yeah. same way Jurassic Park 3 ends. It literally just is like, nope, see ya, and, and just gets out of and there. And then it becomes the skeleton on Main Street. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... Or that I could have been this one, right? No, no, it couldn't because the time frames are way different. <laughs> it's after. Um, it was a time This is why Spinosaurus. it needs to be non-canon. It's too confusing. <laughs> Uh, we got to see the visitor center again, which is nice. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. And we did see blue for like a minute and a half. Um, yeah. Um, at one point, you know, I, I remember years ago talking about, oh, I think it was the lead up to Fallen Kingdom. We were talking about like, I think maybe the trailers and stuff and seeing that like they've got this like um, this maintenance shed thing and uh wondering like how like what's going on with the volcano why is it that there's a volcano going off yeah and like and i I had wondered if somebody messed with the geothermal power on the island yes setting off the volcano somehow like in some way like imaginary way like yeah you know they messed with it and they they messed something up and therefore the volcano became active again um and i was like oh my god they did it in this show, though, in like this, they, yeah, in this show, not the volcano on Nublar, but like whatever's going on in Manicore, I don't know what the heck Earthquake. was going on, but like, but you know, they they messed with the geothermal power plant thing, and the island was set into chaos, and I thought that was pretty cool. I was yeah. like, wow, like I I thought about that years ago, and they brought it to life on a different island for a different thing, but it still exists. I so. thought it was really cool that it's a natural disaster we've not seen in Jurassic as well, because obviously a big part mm. of Jurassic is playing with these huge forces of nature yeah. and we've never had earthquakes in the franchise before. Also could potentially be a connection to Tremors, right? <laughs> I guess so. I, I feel like people want that to be canon or something, right? Um, uh, what else we got? Let's talk about um, the betrayal of, of, of Kenji. Um, yes. I, you know, I, I, I think they took it farther than I would have expected and, and, and it lasted longer than I expected, but I always expected him to come back around. Like I, I didn't have any doubt in yeah. my head that he would come back around, but, um, I appreciated seeing the, the characters react to it, you know, specifically Brooklyn and Darius, like seeing them, um, grapple with, you know, one of their own and especially like, you know, Kenji's girlfriend, like she really struggled with it, but, uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty good. And, uh, it, yeah. I can see where Kenji's coming from. You know, like he really wants that acceptance. He wants to be loved. He wants that feeling of family. And uh, yeah. and when he thinks he has it, like he just kind of turns his back on them. And he, he even questions it, even even as it's happening, though. You know, he's like, did I make the right call? Should I have done that? So the whole time he was really questioning things. He wasn't like fully yeah. committed. I love how manipulative his dad was as well. Like mm. to the point where where he heard about the date and then saw that they were out in the oh, woods, you could yeah. tell that he planned that. Like he <sighs> just is not a nice person. And I really liked how there were lots of little things building up this character profile as somebody who clearly is very, very sinister. Um, and I think that his relationship with Kenji really amplified that a lot. And I think there's a there's a really interesting wider story there that you see in a lot of stories which is this idea of um 
nature versus nurture isn't there and this idea that Mm. if you're nurtured a certain way then you're going to be like that and i like how that breaks it because it's showing how mr khan is this very evil man and kenji could potentially go down that path but he chooses not to and he breaks that cycle i think that's a story trope that you see quite often and it works really well here yeah Uh, i liked um the the tropiness of like him you think he's a bad guy, right? Like you, you initially yeah. assume he's a bad guy, and then he shows I'm not a bad guy. I'm a great guy. I've yeah. done everything. Like I, and I was like, I was like, oh wait, are they maybe gonna go that route? Like they actually kind of like kind of got me a little bit, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm I don't know. Like I don't maybe maybe he's got a good side, but he he is he has bad tendencies or something like that. So yeah. I wasn't sure where they were gonna go, but it turns out no, he's just fully bad guy, like a hundred percent bad guy. <laughs> He has no good tendencies. Um, yeah. And and I guess you can kind of see that in the moments where he's just like, like he literally hasn't seen his son in six months and he's just sitting there like on his device, like, yeah. You know, and, and, and he's like, dad, did you hear me? Like, did, are you paying attention? I'll lose like, that cookie collector high school, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, so uh, I, I liked, I liked his character. I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, I'm glad yeah. they like, sidelined cash quite a bit and they got him out of there pretty quickly um yeah he's still just i really wanted to know more about the investors they were characters who i was kind of like i was making an effort to note down their names so you have melina mr gold and the other one is cyrus um and i'm so impressed that i just remembered that off the top of my head um, i literally didn't and... know any of their names i I... <laughs> <laughs> I just i would have loved to have learned more about them because melina seemed to be a black market trafficker so there's potentially a connection with soyana santos there. yeah um yeah. and then just the other two i was very very curious about who they were where what their backstories were because obviously they all die but it would have been interesting to know if they represented any other interested parties. And while, while I'm on this, while I'm on this side run about side characters, I'm really curious about where Hawks slots into everything now. Because was he just a mercenary who happened to be paid for the Dr. Wu job and then paid for this job after? which seems quite coincidental. Or is there some connection between Manticore and Mills? Yeah, I was wondering that too. Um, I, I think he was just a mercenary for hire. I think that has to be it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I, I can't deal with any more connections, man. I just can't do it. <laughs> I, you just mentioned like, who are these other people working for? And I'm like, I, I don't care. It's, you know, <laughs> we don't need another company. You know, we don't need another company involved in, in all this. Um, the story's over, man. The Jurassic Saga's done. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, well, like, it's been really fun podcasting with you, you, Brad, but I need Bye, to go everybody. now. Thank you so much for this. <laughs> Take care. Have a good evening. Okay, good seeing you. I guess I'll cut <laughs> off his feed here. All right, so, all right. Bye. That was fun, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Help, I'm stuck. <laughs> um, no, I, I uh, of course, do I, would I like to see, like, you know, different threads and stuff like that? Sure. But, like, I guess we're not totally done. If this ends up continuing in some form or fashion, it, it might, you know. Um, I think but, it could. Yeah, I think it could. Um, anything else? Do you have anything else 
uh, that you were looking to talk about here? I'm trying to go through some of my notes and see if there was any important things. Um, I, you know what I liked? Uh, uh, and one of the things that maybe um, lends itself to this is that episode, it was called The Leap, right? I think that was the yeah. one where we we learned much more about uh, Sammy and Yaz. And, and I think that episode really, we were talking about how... Um, in, in the previous episode, we were talking about how like sometimes there was a lot of back and forth, really not a lot of things felt very impactful or made much sense. And that episode for me was like, well, let's do a bunch of nothing in this episode all so we can focus on this, yeah. you know, this relationship. And I was like, okay, I, I see where you're going with that. Everything else seemed like fluff, you know, like it really yeah. didn't matter. It was all about every time they went back to Ben and, and Yaz and I was like, all right, now we're, now we're getting you know, to the good stuff. But then they went away from their conversations and I was like, yeah, none of this matters anymore. <laughs> um, so there's a few moments like that, but, uh, and as, you know, as I've been kind of thinking back on the season and, and, and stuff and, and yes, it's a blur, but like the impactful moments are seem few and far between despite I had yeah. a lot of fun throughout the whole thing. Like I did, I had a lot of fun all the way through, but like, I'm thinking about those impactful moments and out of 12 episodes, I'm like, man, like, you know, it took a while to get to some of these yeah. things, despite the fast pace on some of the episodes. I agree. I think there is a lot of filler stuffed in there. Um, I think there's some really cool moments, though. Like one moment that really stood out to me was revisiting Mitch and Tiff's camp. I was um, just going to say that, that exact moment thing. where. Yeah, yeah, they go in and they hear all the flies around the Sinoceratops head. That was. <laughs> Yeah. really quite again brutal which i enjoyed um mm -hmm. and it, it's interesting to think that there are still some loose ends here and there with this series because one thing that i was expecting to see in this season especially when it comes to maine needing to get off the island i was convinced that this was how she was going to do it and she didn't is that missing helicopter pilot so there is still that loose end that they've not explained at all which could potentially be something else so i like how they didn't fully hmm. explain everything yeah i mean it's like i guess there's a, a, a helicopter pilot in the same place as hap right <laughs> yeah hap from uh what was season two um yeah there was one point yeah i think it was when hawks showed up that I that I saw this dude's clothes and I was like, dude, is this Hap? Did he come back? And then they panned up and it was Hawks. I was like, all right, nah, not not Hap anymore. Um, one thing I, I I wanted to note here was the, uh, the from the trailer we saw the Spinosaurus in the background and then we saw a thumb drive like toppling in the dirt and I was like, yeah. oh dude, that's got to be Doctor Wu's information on that thumb yeah. drive. You know, and this is this series is going to show them getting home, and it's going to show them taking down Doctor Wu, and uh, no, not at all. When it when that actually happened, mm -hmm. and it turned out to be the schematics or whatever for the uh, yeah, uh, the they chips just or whatever inside you and pulled that out. Exactly, they did, and they they ripped <laughs> out my heart, and they were like, "Nah, we don't we don't get to learn of anything about Wu." Um, yeah. So I was like, that would have no. been a perfect tie, you know. The ki these kids are the reason that Dr. Wu is no longer Dr. Wu. He's just, yeah. you know, Mr. Wu. Um, I thought that would have been fantastic to have them be a part of that, but uh, nope. Um, so I was a little bummed when I saw that thing tumbling, and I was like, oh, no, it's not It's not Dr. Wu's stuff. It's not from the laptop. It's from the schematics yeah. of the chips. So 
so that was a little rough for me. Um, oh, and one thing I, yeah. I know. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to change topics. I was going to say, I do feel like there could have been some more connections here and there as well. Like like I was saying to you earlier, it seems very weird that Dodgson comes out to Nublar. I would have thought that that meeting would have happened at the Biosyn facility. Um, so it, it did feel like some things were a little bit, I guess, convenient for the storytelling in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any problem with that part too much that would have been cool if we went out there but um there was no time (laughs) no time to get all the way out there i guess um but uh oh what was there was another part i was gonna say um oh you know there was one moment where i was like oh this is gonna erupt the fandom this is gonna make people real angry it's when i think it was kenji um yeah i forget who it was kenji maybe made i think it was toro and they did a fist bump together oh yeah and i was like i was like oh, oh gosh people are not gonna like that um <laughs> but uh you know it i is wiped it, is. it from my memory Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was it was tough but uh i laughed at it i was just like all right all right this, this is what we're doing um but yeah, anything else uh, that comes to mind? I I don't. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty to talk about in the future, but I feel like we probably scratch the surface just enough here today. What do you think? Um, it was cool seeing the Nophosaurus. I wish oh, we yeah. saw more. We didn't of even it. mention that. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. It was um a much more cartoony character. I feel like than um, yeah some of the other dinosaurs, but it was fun. It was. It was certainly a fun creature. It was just so fast. Um, when it woke up in that that elevator shaft, I was like, uh-oh, here we go. These kids are in trouble. Yeah. And then when it it took out uh, the Dilophosaur at the end and then just like sunk yeah. into the water, I was like, oh, that was sick. That was awesome. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I will say I really want an action figure of a Brad X now, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I really wish they would. I, I think that would be fantastic. I, I think we need the regular Brads, uh, a Brad X, and I'll, I'll take one of me. I mean, I got um, Brad Jones. I had it to the yeah. shelf. Look, I got my, I got all my, my. Where is it? This side. Oh, again, I don't know which way to move. There's my. Well, so pop. one of the shelves that the was you gave fixed me. in the middle of recording sessions. <laughs> Look at it. It's got all the stuff on there now. Some <laughs> random stuff that I found. Um, <laughs> um but yeah i could use a figure to put on my shelf um but yeah yeah and that's actually a good point do you think there's any any cool toy stuff that you see coming out of this because they've been pretty good um you know we haven't really gotten we didn't get like we've gotten the main characters but we haven't gotten like dave or i came prepared for this or any villains you're gonna be impressed oh am i gonna be impressed i have a prop I'd love to see ah, more of yeah. these with some of the adult characters now. So yeah. give me one with May, give me one with uh, Mr. Khan, and give me one with Lewis Dodgson. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever happen, but uh, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I, I feel I mean, like they're like... We still need a bloody Dr. Wu figure. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, it would be nice if we got all those, but, you know... We we haven't. And we definitely need some like Mitches and Tiffs to like just devour, you know, chop yeah. in half a little bit or something. Mate, what if I told <laughs> you about eating your toys? <laughs> Either for me, for like my baryonyx that I have or my T-Rex. Um, but yeah, I, I think 
that it covers it. I'm like scrolling through and I'm like, I don't yeah. think I see too many more. And there's a lot of impactful things, a lot of fun things in this, in this series and a lot of important things. Um, I think the most important thing was the Sam and uh, Sammy and Yaz thing. Like that was like the biggest thing of this season for me. Um, yeah. I agree yeah, with that. I, I, I wish they did more with the bar- Barbasol can and, and some other aspects, but yeah. overall I feel, I feel pretty happy about, the show and i'm i'm happy that it exists and i'm i think this was a, a good season for me um it, yeah. it was better than season four for me and uh yeah it was exciting i i still think season three is the best one that they've done um but uh, if i had to rank them quick i think i would go three one uh f- five four two i would be three one, five, two, four. <laughs> okay, not that different. Not that different. Just swapping yeah. the last two. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was a good show. And uh, yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed it and uh, enjoyed our coverage here that we put together last minute. Um, so if we didn't cover each and every topic that you want uh, us to cover, be sure to write in, call in, whatever you want to do, and we'll definitely talk about it in the future. Um, if you want to call, you can do so at 732 732- Eight two five seven seven six three, or you could write us an email uh, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com or you could also send in your voice memos to our email address as well I'd, I'd really appreciate that, that would make it much easier just record on your phone and email that <laughs> over um, and we do have a contact us page on our website as well JurassicParkPodcast.com and uh, of course you can hit us up on Twitter, I am at Brad Jost on Twitter or the podcast at JurassicParkPod um, Tom, where can everybody find you and what do you got going on? Uh, if you really want to find me after that joke at the start of the show then you can find me at tom underscore jurassic on twitter and instagram um and now we are entering the jurassic lull shall we say i may have a little project in the works for the podcast that i can't can't remember if i've told you about it brad so i feel like you've told me and i feel i feel like you say don't remember if I told you about this. <laughs> I feel like I've told you and I feel like I might have sent you a document to read. Uh, I feel like I probably didn't. So, um, <laughs> but speaking of reading, I mean, it's not the fully, fully the end. We still have the Maisie Lockwood adventures, number two and three coming. Yes. Uh, so that's exciting. So uh, maybe, maybe Maisie number three is the end. That's the end of the road. That's the end of Jurassic. Um, that's, but yeah. until then, she finally loses it and kills all the main characters. <laughs> <laughs> wow dark dark <laughs> but hopefully we get some uh more camp cretaceous uh you know at, at home uh we'll, we'll call it this camp cretaceous at home um, camp home yeah <laughs> uh, but yes until then uh please subscribe on the podcast feed Follow us over on YouTube, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all those places. Who cares about Facebook? And we uh, have yeah, TikTok? we do. Yeah, I'm on there. Okay, sometimes. I need to check that out. It's not. It's I put it all on Instagram anyway. So whatever is on TikTok, you see it on Instagram. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, thank you so much for watching, and we're gonna head out of here. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.
minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now. <laughs> 